0: Welcome to The Farm Table with Don and Jesh. Today we are here with a very special guest, Zach from Z Labs. How's it going, Zach?
1: Doing well, doing well. Thank
0: you for having me on. Thanks for coming. So, um, you know, here on The Farm Table, we're, you know, all about the cannabis industry and it's an industry view from industry professionals. And I wanted to have you on because you are a you know, really cool young guy and happen to be another manufacturer here in the state. Uh, why don't you give yourself a little introduction and tell people who you are and, and what you're about?
1: Yeah, of course. Um, so my name is Zach, um, well, Isaac, I go by Zach. Uh, everybody calls me Zach just my whole life. It's been like that. Um, I was born and raised here in Albuquerque in the North Valley. And um, yeah, so I, like you said, there's probably not a lot of younger dudes my age doing the lab stuff no definitely so. not owning the lab <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: so that's pretty cool
1: yeah it's me and uh, another partner uh, we're both the same age we went to high school together um his name is Ilias and he's a uh, he's you know running the lab like he's grows at home like he's super deep into the culture like growing like single source at home and like washing it and like growing just for hash and stuff too nice. so
0: nice so you guys were the the young duo there
1: yeah kind of just built around that and just like wanting to you know build a brand around just like quality and stuff that we smoke and like you know wanting to grow plants that like you know stuff that we like pretty much cool
0: so are you guys are you guys vertically integrated do you guys have it's all just the manufacturing no actually. you're just manufacturing right now. yeah nice so you got
1: aspirations to grow we do want to be vertically integrated nice. someday but yeah just you know as young as we are and just starting where we're at hey did any cannabis
0: business is hard enough mm-hmm. um especially for any age but Especially yeah, you said you were 24, 25?
1: Yeah. Nice. Yep.
0: Nice. Yeah, no, that's that's incredible. That's that's pretty cool, man. Yeah, yeah, no, I met you at the um at the I think it was the Devin the Dude show, the 420 yeah. show. And and yeah, it was really cool to hear your story and I started following you online and I like I like what I'm seeing. It seems like you guys got a really cool vibe. Um seems like you are really interested in and in keeping a quality name out there and producing only only a quality product so i mean you already know farmers it's quality comes standard so um i always always appreciate and respect that so yeah no plus i respect i appreciate and respect young people that get out there and do something so um yeah fucking cool man
1: thank you thank you appreciate it yeah whenever i heard about the Devin the dude concert it was uh, from enchanted botanicals they did like a little promotion like a giveaway <laughs> and um, <coughs> we had won tickets to that event so i was oh, okay. super nice. excited nice. <laughs> okay. and i was like just really hyped because i knew that you were hosting the event and i was like oh cool maybe we can mingle and talk about just like the industry and stuff yeah. so yeah it's well, definitely great to, to you're be here there.
0: so <laughs> yeah no it's i'm i'm glad we met and uh so what so so tell me tell me a little bit about z labs what is what is z labs what's special about z labs what do you guys do what do you guys manufacture
1: so we're class three manufacturers. Nice. Um, we just do solventless extraction. We started off, um, you know, just with a 30 gallon uh, hand washing vessel, like a stainless steel vessel. And, nice. Uh, we put a, like one of the Peli Polaire jackets on it and stuff. I saw that. <laughs> and um, we just um, started washing ash pretty much. It's, it's actually kind of a, a funny story, um, how it kind of happened. Um, I was I was working at Chick-fil-A as a manager there. Nice. Um, you know, while we got this business started, we had the property and everything. Um, But we just didn't really have it going yet. This is like back last when did, year. When did
0: you guys start? When did you
1: guys get licensed? Oh, uh, we got licensed in April. April of this year. Yeah. Awesome. April of this year. So. so
0: one of the first new manufacturers then.
1: <laughs> yeah. From what it seems like, from what it seems like. Cause, yeah, yeah. I
0: think the only one before that was probably GH or something. You know, they snuck in by the
1: hair on their ass because it was hard for the medical to get licensed it seemed like like it was like a really political thing and like kind of just hard it seemed like
0: yeah i tried i couldn't i had to i purchased x-ray so yeah i actually had to buy the license by the business (laughs) so yeah no when i when i came on there was there was no available licenses and they had this attitude at doh that you could you could apply (laughs) and you could fuck off like there was no, you know what I mean? Like they didn't give a fuck to apply. So so CCD was much like nicer. Um, to apply for DOH, you had to have everything. You had to have your building fucking. You basically had to be able to make hash or grow weed, whatever, before you were ever licensed. Whereas the CCD was a little different. They had, you know, they, they'd give you like a pre-license and then you could get a building and stuff like that. No, the DOH wanted to see equipment <coughs> hooked up, ready to process before they ever licensed you.
1: Interesting. So, in, like, what do you do if you don't get a license and you have all this equipment?
0: You, you fuck off, <laughs> and that's and that's all they yeah. they didn't care. Yeah. They didn't care. You they, and and that's another thing is they were basically there was a moratorium on licenses, and but they were still taking money. You could still go fucking apply. Yeah. You could still go send your money, and the fees were much larger. <laughs> than they are now so yeah it was i've seen some shit so yeah no it was it was weird for sure
2: um it made the uh it made the level of capital that you had to be willing to risk it's so high that even even if you are uh you know you could feasibly put all that stuff up you could have to then sit and sustain that so say you know you did you had a couple hundred grand, you got a building, you were renting a building, you got made all of the stuff, you got all the equipment, you know, made all the adjustments to the building, construction, all that stuff, put in your license, and then they could just make you wait for potentially years. So you're paying rent on that building. You might be in a contract. So like, so it's bad. It was I bad. met a
0: guy, I won't I won't say no names, but God, this was probably like five or six years back. Well before Rick, I met a guy um, that, had a full building. I want to say it was like ten thousand fucking square feet. So if you run a building, you know how much that is. He, with this he owned it. Um, so he had purchased the building. He fully decked it out with lights. He was going for a grow. He put in all his fucking shit, and he was paying for this place to basically run. But I mean, they, they weren't growing anything <laughs> um, for I think six years. He had told me before he finally gave up. And that was one of those things where he was right there at the edge and he like tried to get in with the old dirty 30 and they took his fucking money, but he never actually got his license And six years before he gave up. And which was funny was he probably gave up a year or two before wreck hit.
1: Oh man. Oh, that's horrible. That's so horrible. That's sad. Yeah,
0: it's fucked up. So, you know, I think the one thing the CCD did RLD did when this come around is they made it pretty fair for licensing. Like if you wanted a license, if you fucking, you know, had your shit together, you could have got a license this round. So I think that was pretty cool that they did that because yeah, now we get to see what's out there.
1: Yeah. And, and there's a lot of licenses coming on. It's interesting to see all of them. There's a lot,
0: not as many manufacturing licenses. I think it's, <clears throat> a little bit larger barrier for entry than than some of the other licenses, the retail, you know, just to shop or whatever. Mm-hmm. Probably not larger barrier than maybe a 200 plant grow. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just depends. The micro I think, license. I thing. think <laughs> a, building a retail shop, and no
2: disrespect to the retail shops, but building a retail shop versus building a uh, DOH compliant kitchen. Yeah. Um, an actual commercial kitchen that's fully compliant to cook edibles and make <clears throat> edibles. That's a that's you're talking regulatory hurdles that are outside of the ccd's control like you have to be approved as a commercial kitchen before you can even get the license so there's a, there's definitely you know, the, the barrier of entry is i think definitely a little more thick when it comes to manufacturing
0: so um so how many so how big's your big's your staff
1: uh there's just four of us right nice now. yeah so
0: that's farmers started off as four Okay. Cool little fun fact. Farmers that's 4. Cool. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Really yeah. Cool. We started off as 4. We're now at God, with the last hiring 34 maybe. Oh wow. Wow, that's 35. crazy. 35. We're right in there. It's it's getting crazy, dude.
1: That's awesome. <laughs> there's
0: that's a lot of people here. Um and there's a lot of intricate parts to to the whole operation. You missed everybody by about like 20 minutes. Oh man. But but yeah, no, it was it's it's a full house.
1: It's, it's crazy. I'm sure it has to be just seeing how big it is and <laughs> the whole facility and like how you have different packaging rooms like separate from the whole lab and stuff, like that's definitely a whole huge operation. Right it definitely it wasn't requires. always like that.
0: Socorro's, Socorro's nice. Socorro's cool. It, it's a cool building, it's a really cool lab, but just not the square footage. It's quaint for like what? Eight to 10 people.: tops. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> tops. Yeah, I don't think I, th- I think. We, good. Like, I think we tried running. A little more than that in there, and it was, it was like, yeah. Well, fuck! At one time, the little <laughs> packaging room in there, we were running like eight packagers. And oh wow! <laughs> I remember
2: in the hall, you had another place set up to, just the to build boxes, fucking
0: table. just
2: to
1: build boxes, dude. So you guys are started in Socorro, then it sounds like yeah, okay. yeah.
0: So Socorro was where X Ray X Ray Farms was, um, and and yeah, it was where the opportunity was because I mean, I was I was living in Rio Rancho at the time. Um, like I'm the Bernalillo side of Rio Rancho. <laughs> so no, it definitely wasn't convenient or my first pick. It was just, that's where the lab was. Yeah. You know, uh, Doc Miller, my my mentor, uh, he's been on the podcast before. Um, he was alumni of New Mexico Tech, which okay. is right there. Um, and And so he, you know, he built something close to where he felt was home. You know what I mean? definitely not where I felt was home yeah a <laughs> whole <laughs> oh, suck <down.
1: laughs> makes sense no but it
0: was we have a lot of respect for Socorro um ton of respect for Doc Miller um because yeah he he allowed me the opportunity gave me the opportunity to you know build farmers in, into what it was that's, what it
1: is that's crazy That like, yeah hearing like the stories from like the beginning and then seeing it like now how I see it like walking into this big old facility you know it's definitely like it's beautiful. I, I love Thanks. seeing that.
0: Thanks, Zach. Appreciate yeah, that.
1: of course. You know, it's like well, I was saying, I was at Chick-fil-A just working over there and, uh, a, a guy walks in to, you know, order a sandwich and I take his order and he ends up being the owner of P 37. And I like started talking to him. Okay. And, um, his name is Devin. He's a great yeah, guy, Devin. you know? Yeah. He's, so he's really cool. We're like chatting it up and like, I let him know that, you know, I'm a manufacturer and we're, you know, we're starting to make rosin and stuff. And he was just like super, shocked i think that you know the (laughs) chick-fil-a worker that took his order is like hey we meet (laughs) Rosin."
0: well you gotta you gotta crawl before you walk that's that's life and i think that's super cool there's nothing wrong with having a day job and still having a you know a, a a new fresh business of your own i think that you know that's super admirable so then, then very cool. I, yeah. I would have probably been shocked too though. Yeah, I mean,
2: dude, a lot of people out there are waiting for a miracle to get the free time to do the thing that they've always wanted to do. They don't realize that you gotta work your day job, you gotta grind out, and then you gotta spend every waking moment of free time you have outside of that day job to build your dream. Yeah. Um, and only then will you have the opportunity to truly well, transition in, over. And so mm-hmm. many
0: young guys, young ladies, they, they think that they go to work, you know, whatever, Chick-fil-A and they put in their, 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 their day of work and then they don't want to do nothing else. They want to go veg out on the fucking couch. They want to go, whatever, whatever you wild kids do these days, (laughs) but uh, they want to go do something else. Mm -hmm. And I think that one thing that separates entrepreneurs from everybody else is there's, there's no doing something else. There's work on your dream when you get off work. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think a lot. Obviously, you're you're not still at Chick Fil A, are you? No. Oh, you're fine. Yeah. You nice, yeah, nice. Yeah,
1: definitely. You know, full time Z Labs. It's been nonstop. Good, good, good. Like nonstop. So,
0: and I'm guessing that probably took working on Z Labs after work at Chick Fil A <laughs> yeah,
1: a lot of the time. Yeah, and you
0: probably didn't have the best social life for a little bit. And yeah, I I mean,
1: yeah, it was Chick Fil A and then Z Labs pretty much. <laughs> and like it was even hard like just juggling Chick Fil A because I was you know that we already had the facility you know and all that so we're really like almost started we were right there you know and even when we just had gotten licensed i was like still there it was like probably like a couple weeks after we had gotten licensed that i had fully left chick-fil-a and then yeah you know
0: that's dope (laughs) and and i think that's one thing that i think falls short on a lot of people you know everybody wants the the payoff everybody wants the title everybody wants to be successful but very few are willing to put in the work and do what it takes to be successful yeah and and you know that's just it's something it's one of those things you can't teach um it's just you got you got to have it you got to have it inside
2: yeah yeah for sure i I got a question did they did they know at (laughs) chick-fil-a
1: yeah they actually did know um it's pretty funny actually because they were really cool about it um it wasn't like more like they knew exactly what i was doing i kind of kept it more in the realm of like i'm doing cbd stuff like i yeah i I didn't really full-on tell them like i'm doing like rosin but um like my last week i like actually explained our process and like how we you know agitate the trichomes off the plant and like make make hash and then make rosin and like you know just kind of telling them about it and they were like what like you Guys are actually making THC and stuff, they're a little shocked, but they're really cool, yeah.
0: You know, because like... Jesus is cool with CBD, but... <laughs> but THC is where he draws the fucking line, okay? Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Shout out, shout out Chick fil A, shout out Chick fil A for the fastest most organized most efficient fucking drive through line in the history of fucking fast food so I'll give them that
2: I've never had my order fucked up by Chick-fil-a and boy I eat a lot of fucking (laughs) (laughs) Chick-fil-a
0: not only not fucked up but there could be 47 vehicles in the chick-fil-a that line it's hot and, and it is, fresh, it, is brand ten, new. it is it is under 10 minutes and it's and it's good food it's dude there could cold. be three fucking cars at taco bell and you're waiting 37 minutes and you're fucking pissed <laughs> they fucked up your order it's cold you had to go park in a shady the spot beef is from three days ago <laughs>
2: oh man no
0: chick-fil-a fucking kills it
2: yeah they rock yeah oh yeah i'm sure you you probably take a lot away from seeing that operation work um and and you know moving that into your own business
1: most definitely you know i i do believe everything happens for a reason so like my whole path like it's like you know chick-fil-a was part of that that was like a big part you know and it it they're all about quality over there and like yeah. being super organized and stuff so it's
0: good sops i'm sure <laughs> yeah for
1: yeah sure. No,
0: no no and dude, i've always been like that i've always admired like big brands and admired successful companies you know you name it whatever industry and and tried to look at you know what made them hot what made mm-hmm. them successful
1: yeah so, oh yeah they they are on top of it like they, that's they good. stay like they're definitely at out of all the places that you know i've seen like they're so clean you know they're like you said they're so like They change your gloves you know every time
0: i just want to know how they get their fucking employees to have a good attitude be happy not be little fucking shits not be little dicks that's one thing. Like they, ha- they always have fairly nice. I've never had somebody give me an attitude at Chick Fil A. No, never. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. How? Never. The
0: other thing is like, here's my here's my gripe. Here's my old man gripe of the day. It seems like lately, <laughs> when you go to a fast food place, they're like trying to rush you. They give you like the hurry up and buy, and then and then what else you want? What? What? Like they they just they're very like aggressive like they just want you to hurry up not fucking order too much shit you know and just I, and i've never felt rushed or like they were bothered to deal with me at chick-fil-a and lately like every fucking restaurant every fast food place i'm getting that vibe like
1: i don't know they take really good care of their customers there (coughs) and love their employees like they they uh treat them like family it's it is like a like a family type of environment okay. there. That's what I've noticed. Um I think that's what makes that happen.
0: Well, maybe that's why our guys are nice. Maybe that's why our guys, you know, our guys aren't dicks. Nobody yeah, nobody definitely. here at
1: Farmers is going to give you a fucking
0: attitude. Yeah, definitely. You know. <laughs> we good. have an attitude in general, but like it's not definitely not towards our customers i could totally now that i'm
2: thinking about it i could totally see somebody being kind of intimidated to come over here for the first time yeah i think you like, were a bunch of up fucking product, dicks. probably to
0: walk in off oh, who the fuck is you bro chastise them about their you know if they're wearing a butter pro shirt or something what the fuck are you wearing not in here take it off at the door guys <laughs> strip them down pizza style <laughs>
1: Oh, good thing I didn't wear my Butter Pro Chill, bo, oh, I got another, I got another shirt for you. Just take
0: that fucking shit off. <laughs> they come in here. Everybody's super uh,
2: nice. Omar greets yeah. him at the door. You must be this person. Yeah. Shakes their hand really politely. You <laughs> know, oh, yeah.
0: Everybody's really, really sweet here. So, <laughs> yeah. No, there's a lot of good hearts here, and uh, our team's awesome, man. They they really kill it. But that that makes a difference. People got to. <laughs> you're right. People have to be comfortable in the in environment they're in. <laughs> people got to appreciate what they're doing um they gotta like their job because at the end of the day if they don't you're gonna get a shit product you're gonna get an attitude you're gonna have people rubbed the wrong way just by interacting with the people that are supposed to be you know there because they want to be there
1: exactly (laughs) exactly
0: no no, that makes sense
1: (laughs) and and that even goes down to like how we were talking about creating that that masterpiece like the you know the the hash and you know just any any kind of extract in in the container, you know, assembling it nicely and, and keeping it nice, like you know, if, if your employees are loving loving their job and where they work, they understand how, how yeah consistency is These key.
0: dollops of of fresh press that Zach shared with me and Zach, uh, John, yeah, Jesh here, are fucking immaculate. It is like it's like it almost looks like it came out of a depositor. <laughs> it's like a perfect little gumdrop of fresh press Yo, and
2: fresh press is not easy to do no with. Fuck no so yeah that
0: <laughs> it's sticky
2: I can appreciate <laughs> yeah. it yeah
0: um you.
1: thank you very much no
0: it, and it tastes excellent good 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 uh good throw on it good taste good hit um good job
1: thank you so thank what you. And yeah. what are we
0: smoking that because that thing's fucking hitting really nice yeah
1: yeah so this is um some some of that black garlic right there okay yeah and like i said uh shout out to the people who grew it for sure because hash always represents the grow and we're big about that so lava leaf killed it over there and you know did a good job on growing growing the black garlic and the sean anna and stuff um but yeah uh what kind of flower on this one right here is actually some p37 stuff uh it's the tony clifton i i like ran there like right when i got back from santa fe today and i picked up some tony clifton and modified bananas okay okay (laughs) yeah no it's
0: good um the garlic obviously the garlic you know always overpowers everything Mm -hmm. um so you could definitely taste that in there i love garlic turkey (laughs) yeah the shwetty I'm Italian the, so the sweaty sweaty uh uh <laughs> savory turps
1: Put that
0: in there yeah we we got some uh we ran some GNO, GMO recently and it was fucking super it's fire super garlic onion yeah it's yeah. almost creamy too it's almost like a it. garlic onion dip
1: yeah I'm, I'm <laughs> super excited to see the whole hash line coming out from farmers yeah,
0: yeah it's, it's it's pretty crazy man we'll we'll be dropping fucking testing dude testing is taking fucking forever they got to figure that shit out we're 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 seeing three to four week testing times right now which is used to be three fucking days so i never even used to when i would give my clients my customers a lead time i would never take into consideration testing because i was like those fuckers three days days. like i can cover their three days in my in my lead time but now at three to four weeks is completely fucking me so i wanted to have it the beginning of it's ready ready to go on on chill mode um you know preserving turps right now but yeah it's ready to go and we are waiting for testing and hopefully we're hoping to drop first of the year good yeah. I mean
1: so. the testing is yeah it's, it was crazy because like we started off you know right away in the market it was like oh, a few days and then now it shocked <laughs> us like a couple of weeks ago where we they there like yeah it's gonna be like four weeks I was like oh Okay. <laughs>
2: so, uh, so what's your current
1: what's your current capacity? You so said you have uh, you know
2: four people on the team, including yeah. yourself, four of us. Um, and uh, what what's uh, what's your current capacity? And, and and you know what's your plans for the the near future?
1: So we can run about ten pounds per batch right now, nice. like in our thirty gallon. And we're trying to like run it to where we can like wash, press, and package like all in the same day. Like so we're simultaneously doing that because we started off just doing like three washes a week and then. Monday and Friday were like packaging and pressing days, to kind of like keep up with the press. But like now that we have, that was just me and my partner Elias at the time. It was just two of us, so then we couldn't do really all of that. But now that we have two two people that are, you know are really great employees that are our friends that help us, and they're really good at our, their job. Um, they're they're killing it in the washroom and stuff, and they're learning the press and stuff too, and they're learning everything and like packaging, and we're kind of getting the the good like like how the timing works, like working in the mornings and nights and stuff so we can kind of have the lab going like as much as possible you know so um i'd say like now we can probably wash like 50 pounds a week sick About, okay Hell yeah. yeah
0: that's good scaling is is so is so difficult and so challenging but it's really cool to watch and i think you'll see just just like you say you've doubled you said you've doubled you went from two to four i'm sure that feels so good and there's such like a burden lift off your shoulders for a second, and then. And as you expand that crew bigger and bigger and bigger, I think uh, it's really, really, I, you know, just posted something today about it. It's really cool, gratifying feeling to see. Like once you look around and you see the whole team and the whole machine, you know, running, um, it's really cool. It's really cool and it's, it's really special. Um, and yeah, no, I think I'm really, really excited for you guys.
1: Thank you, it's a beautiful process. Like just seeing it, how, you know, like i said from the beginning to get something like big and you know like all those posters right there that you know the the brand builds itself off of off of that you know just being yeah. being close knit and keeping quality there yeah
0: no we just got posters shout out to jess they came out really good um and it was that was kind of a a cool thing for me to get you know our first you know professional posters done um and i wanted them since day one like since the day we fucking dropped farmers i was like i'd look and i'd see you know other people on the walls and different shit and i'm just like fuck man i I want a sick ass farmer's poster there or whatever and it was always something i wanted to do fucking expensive i had no clue how fucking expensive they were gonna be um but we, we finally did it and i finally have now i can share these with my clients and and have the you know farmer's poster up on the wall so that was that was kind of a milestone and something cool that we just did we haven't even really got them to anybody yet yeah more stuff so, on the way right yeah. behind it but yeah it's yeah really cool. so we're really you know you know this year we're really going to build that out and we're really going to solidify you know people already know farmers but we really want to solidify um you know our image and our visual um presence in in the different stores
1: it's all about being there for sure yeah, yeah. with the community you know especially here in new mexico like how you know small it is you know it really is like small like a small town still like compared to like those those other states so it's all about being there with the community you know being a part of the community and you know consuming the same stuff that you put out you know every time just you know being there we're, we're trying to get like a tablecloth so we can like finally start to do little pop-ups and like try to try to be at the at the places where we drop and stuff because no you wanna, need to talk to them and,
0: and before you leave we'll i'll just give you the name to our guy he does like really nice stuff nice so and right down the street does all the big commercial stuff so
1: that's yeah. awesome it's,
0: it's probably not as expensive as you think so,
1: that's good no <laughs>
0: no you, know, you definitely want
2: to those are the things that you'll have and they're part of your kit you keep them forever i mean you still have some of the original farmer stuff oh, you yeah? got originally yeah. like og <laughs> stuff so yep. yeah the and then just being out there and talking with the community and meeting people and talking to them about your product and giving them a little swag or whatever here and there like People take take that shit home, oh yeah. and, and they buy your product for it in the future. Um, speaking of products, what what uh, what do you guys what you guys launch with?
1: Um, so we started off uh, with the P thirty seven launch. We did the white runs over there at P thirty seven. so we did like three different consistencies. We did like full melt, fresh press, and cold cure. Nice. Um, okay, but it, we we didn't do like a big wash. It was like one batch. Um, I think they got like a you know one hundred and sixty grams or something like that on their shelves. Um, went pretty quick, though. We were excited to see the the feedback, finally, from from people and stuff, uh, you know, to nice. see. Because, you know, we've been posting and stuff and, you know, getting people oh, excited. Oh, yeah, you never know. <laughs> you know,
0: you, you might like your stuff. You never know. Other people might try to shit on it, you know. <laughs> but, no, it's really a good feeling when it, when it's received well.
1: It is. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, we, we did that. And then we started uh, working with uh, all—it was, like, in October when we started working with all the black garlic and all the strong Anna from, from Lava Leaf over there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Shout out Tony. He, you know, I just reached out to him and uh, right away, we were just, you know, talking on the phone about hash and just the culture and everything around it, you know, about the plant. And that's just kind of what brings everybody together. Yeah. I've it seems known Tony like. for
0: a while. A lot of people don't realize that, that he's, he's not new to this. He's been growing. leaf has been here for a minute. They were, you know, com- contract growing for, for, for some of the, the dirty 30 dispensaries um, and producers. So yeah, they've, they've been in the game. So, yeah, no, I'm excited to see what they'll do kind of broken off on their own. Um, I was just talking to him. He's going to send some stuff over. So, yeah, no, it'll be it'll be cool. Yeah, what uh no. what else are you guys doing what about the hash holes what we just smoked are you <laughs> yeah. doing those
1: yeah the hash holes just actually dropped today i <laughs> i took some uh to, to endo in santa fe okay um so they'll, they'll be available out there hopefully in the next day or so nice that's uh, where
0: you were coming back from before the cast
1: <laughs> yes yeah, sir yeah nice. I, I just came back from santa fe i dropped dropped off some some straw nana full melt and then some cold care and then some hash holes which is like our new product dropped this week we're super excited about so
0: explain to to the people that don't know what is a hash hole
1: so it's a, a or a donut
0: a lot of people just call them donuts right yeah yeah
1: because okay. like sometimes it will be like the, like a hash hole we'll be like what what did you just call me but no it's yeah. it's a yeah like i'm kind way. of a hash hole
2: <laughs> you're definitely <laughs> a hash hole all right we need to get him a shirt that just says hash hole and white letters on a shirt. cool merch for sure uh, it's okay say okay,
0: back to it. what is it
1: um, so it's a gram and a half of flour okay. inside. So it's a pre-roll, um, but it's not a pre-roll. It's actually hand-rolled. It's not yeah. like a cone or nothing. You know, you you get ra- actual and it's paper. Fat.
0: It's, it's. <laughs> I mean, it's finger, it's pinky, pinky width, girth. Yeah. It's cigar size almost. Yeah. 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 Okay. Sorry to cut you off.
1: No, yeah. It's super fat. Like you said, it's a, you got to use like a super fat filter just to have it like keep <laughs> that like log consistency, like yeah. like all fat like that. Um, and then that gram and a half of flour is like a blanket that's laid down on, on the paper um, where in the middle we put a snake of, of rosin. It's, nice. a, it's a half gram of rosin kind of wrapped around, like the, the flowers wrapped around the rosin. Nice. And then uh, it's rolled, you know, and then, you know, all in the little rolling station we have like with our RO water and stuff like all set up. with a little paintbrush. But so no stuff. spit. Never, that's good, never. Good. <laughs> that's good. No, yeah, it's like super, you know, all... Food grade stuff, all in our stainless steel table. You know, we roll it and then, um, you know, keep them standing up because that little hash hole's that little snake's gonna be like sitting in there, and you don't want it to like move around. And then you know, package it and stuff, and then the big old, big old fat doobie nice. pretty much, yeah.
0: Nice. So, so if it's done right, they'll burn really even, mm-hmm. and and you'll be able to see. The reason you call them a donut is is it almost looks like a donut because that oil soaked center will kind of will kind of melt. And and soak through the flour, leaving leaving kind of the cherry looking like a donut, like a hole, yeah, in the yeah. middle, and then exactly. with a hole in the middle, yeah, yeah. yeah very sick. cool, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So if you get it like that's that's the whole you know technique to getting it just right. That it took so much R and D because we were like just like trying to roll like the perfect ones, and sometimes it'd be no, to the side. Bitch. It is. I yeah. may, I
0: drew them myself, and I. It's almost impossible to get it not to hit the side of your paper at some place and you'll so you'll roll it you'll be all happy oh that looks good and then you'll see the little like stamp of where it kind of went went swiggly off to the side and kind of slapped the paper and you're like fuck you
2: know but so a well-rolled hash hole is it's all about functionality yeah
0: and and just we just smoked one it was rolled perfect all the way down right in the right in the center so keeping that you know snake or you know log of of hash you know right directly in the center of the roll um is is of utmost importance and and yeah i know that's what makes them unique and burn slow and and obviously be way more potent than just a regular joint
1: it's it's a lot of milligrams in it i, I think like when you add it up we were we were doing the math and you know we did it all how it's much like, hash is in there did i miss that how much it's a half gram nice yeah okay. half gram of cool. rosin and then a, a gram and a half of flour so two gram net weight you know so
0: two grams of actual mass you're smoking there mm-hmm.
1: nice yeah. And then, like, the, you know, the rosin that went out on these hash holes, it was like 73.9%. Nice. And then, like, 23% on the flour. You know, so, like, milligrams, that was like 900 and some milligrams. was like, yeah. <laughs> milligrams, pool. milligrams. Yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just smoke it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's definitely super potent. We put on there, like, for not, you know, for for experienced users, for sure, you know, it's it's a, it's yeah. a strong hitter. You know, it's not your regular pre roll.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I I'd,
1: I'd smoke those all day. Those are good. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, but no, I
0: definitely definitely felt it, and and like I said, we shared it, so I could definitely imagine smoking one to myself. I'd be lit, 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 lit. Oh yeah. So no, good job, man. I, Thank you. Like I said, very very happy to meet a young man that's as enthusiastic and as passionate about you know what you're doing as you are. But even cooler to meet somebody that's actually doing it so you have the passion and you're actually doing it and i think that's dope as fuck. you weren't scared you went out you got licensed you and your homie got licensed um yeah no i'm i'm super proud of you Uh, that's crazy thank you so much i know a lot lot. i
2: know a lot of people your age uh young and they're still just trying to figure out what they want to do with their lives and uh you you very rarely meet somebody who's willing to get into their own business at that age much less an industry that is probably the most overregulated
0: industry Wait, in he, the world when he walked in he's like oh how long have you been making hash and i was like oh 23 years he's like oh since i was one <laughs> 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 no and, and that's that's cool as fuck man and no i think you're gonna do good i think i think that you got everything you need to to hit the moon man
1: thank you Thank you. Yeah. You know, it's all about the culture and all about the plant. And we want to want to bring that, you know, because we hear all these horror stories about the industry that like, you know certain parts there's like certain clicks and stuff and oh, like, there is <laughs> definitely
0: this industry is fucking horrible
1: <laughs> and you know it's, it's it's crazy to see you know we're, we're like just trying <laughs> to be friends with everybody and trying to you know just make fire product and just trying to you know just just bring just i don't know just, just bring it everybody together at the end of the day the know. problem
0: is everybody's not cool
1: um that's probably that's probably the biggest thing you know you know and
0: and no matter how cool you are or how good of a heart you have <clears throat> fuck this industry is rough dude be be careful who you let your guard down around um you know i've fuck i've been fucked you know what i mean i thought ah, oh, nobody's gonna fucking try to fuck me over you know what i mean you know i can handle myself blah blah blah. and fuck, uh, sure enough they, they come out of the fucking corners and and when you least expect it so no this industry's rough it's cutthroat there's a bunch of backstabbers it is clicky yeah but.
2: yeah definitely but don't don't let any of that uh you know fuck with your <laughs> ideals, man guard those ideals because um, yep. that's going to speak to your brand it's going to speak to your quality going forward there are
0: cool fucking people you know what i mean we're cool i think we're cool oh yeah i think we're cool <laughs> no um you know for sure <laughs> shout out good life gang good life gang is a group of really cool motherfuckers from around the world um a group that i'm part of um they're cool yeah definitely cool yeah um but fuck the rest of the industry <laughs> it's rough
1: dude is that like, like a collective kind of thing <laughs>
0: it is um i i uh challenge you to or whatever you should go look it up yeah definitely, uh, definitely goodlifegang.tech um go look it up it's a group it's a it's a club gang club affiliation yeah group cult I don't know. I would say cult.
1: Membership. Dustin, <laughs> Dustin's
0: a Dustin's little cult, a cult leader. <laughs> <laughs> a cult leader, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get Dustin on the podcast. But anyways, <laughs> so it's an it's a absolutely cool fucking group of like-minded individuals um, that are all part of the cannabis industry um, in one, one way or another extractor. Started off with mostly extractors, but now there's a lot of growers and a lot of different Different ancillary people, but but still all very cool people in the in the cannabis industry, and uh, it's it's actually it's a discount. Yeah, I was about to discount say that
2: club. They they yeah. partner with uh, a bunch of businesses that serve the cannabis industry, um, media companies, uh, <sighs> equipment companies, places like that, consultants, whoever whoever yeah. it may be, and you know you're part of the good life gang and uh you get discounts through those people as, as a member yeah. oh, so okay. so it's cool there's uh there you know everybody kind of serves as a resource to each other when it comes to r d tech um Tone troubleshooting of, ton of
0: solving this stuff too Ton awesome. of
2: solving this oh, cool. equipment manufacturers yeah, they meet up all over the country for sure you know throughout that's throughout awesome. the year and party and, and oh, okay. it's, it's really cool that's yeah. cool so they have like yeah. events and stuff
1: it seems Definitely. Like. Events, oh, okay.
0: um you know discount wise it's anywhere from like five to like 15 percent off you know different manufacturers if you're part of the gang um it's a cool group it's cool group but those were probably those are honestly the coolest individuals i've ever met within the the cannabis industry and i knew most of the guys that that originally started it but now it's grown fucking massive so yeah you should you should get on there
1: we've always talked about like wanting to do events like that and like wanted to do like you know Terps and tacos or turps yeah. and tomahawks or something cool you know like have have like a you know do something like some oh, that yeah. that that's always been like cool to do like bring the community together so yeah
0: no that's hard it's 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 hard to do it's hard to like i said to find people to collaborate with but uh yeah we're down to talk about some stuff like that and put some cool stuff together that's yeah. cool yeah we yeah, definitely we like eventing maybe when we get caught up a little bit we're fucking
1: you slammed. say that like
0: it's gonna happen oh my god so <laughs> fucking busy dude
1: yeah so does the osprey that 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 was really cool to see like the big old osprey back there so does that take a lot of of mass can you put a lot of biomass in that yes
0: um i think twenty thousand grams you fit a couple bodies in there yeah so like (laughs) like a little over 40 pounds 40 50 pounds in there
1: damn
2: yeah a wash i mean it's it is a a two-person hot tub
0: (laughs) yeah no it's big it's 75 gallon Is, is the is the is the volume of it um no it does really good uh brandon kills it on the on the wash um nero's looking good we're excited to drop it it's been uh been long awaited yeah we've been working on the brand for a minute yeah a cool minute the concept we got the concept a while back and and jess put the artwork together and yeah it's been waiting fucking packaging and everything else
1: So the the like uh the trident, trident. was pretty cool with the, with that cold cure on it that you guys had posted. Yeah, it was like dripping that, down. That the was his trident. Idea. Yeah, that we got some.
0: Uh, just just the tool was my idea. Just just does all the photo stuff. But yeah, we got a couple. We got a couple uh, tridents. I, I ordered them online, so cool. we're excited to do some <laughs> do some new shots. Yeah, no, it's uh, that's the whole theme behind it is the Poseidon, you know, hash of the gods theme. I just I wanted to do something different. Um, you know something to stand out something much different from farmers um i wanted to show kind of another side of our you know creativeness over here and uh yeah i think it's gonna i think it's gonna work well
1: oh yeah for sure yeah i'm excited to see the products that come out from there and all the yeah. different strains and stuff
0: you're gonna trip out i'll show you the box when we when we finish
2: up yeah it's uh, it's <laughs> wild it's some unique packaging um big oh, yeah. question man so what uh coming into this obviously you were saying that you know hash is uh represents the grow you know it speaks speaks for the grow um yeah. how has it been selecting flower have you seen a lot of a lot of flower come through have you turned down a uh, lot of flower good question i'm i'm, I'm curious cuz yeah. i know i know selecting flower for hash is it's a whole process uh for solventless <laughs> so you know what's what's it been like what's what's the market like
1: it, it definitely is uh, uh interesting seeing the different flower you know different 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 pr- production facilities and stuff. You know, We started off like going out and seeing like some outdoor grows and stuff that you know wanted to give us fresh frozen. They had like autos that didn't really like like flourish. So it was like these little tiny plants that probably had like a couple grams of flour like on the plant. <laughs> <Some>
0: CBGs.
1: <laughs> and they wanted us to wash it. And I was like, you know, you probably wouldn't want to do solventless with this. It probably would be better to, to run it like through ethanol or something. You'd get a much better return. Just because it is like, you know, it, it, it's really based off of the genetics and stuff a lot of the time. So it, it has been like that, you know, a lot of people wanting to bring us trim and stuff to try to wash that. And, you know, usually, you know, you can't, you know, you're not going to get that unless you're going to do edibles or something like that could be some or cartridges. But like, I don't know, we, we just wouldn't, we didn't, we just been taking like, well, they don't realize you're not
0: going to get that golden, creamy, you know, beautiful color. It's going to look like fucking shit. It's going to look like, you know brown i, I have <laughs> you know never I mean? exactly. seen trim
2: <laughs> rosin or trim hash before
0: well there's some masters i don't want to put out anybody's tech but i know some boys out of town that only run trim and they only run dry run dry <clears throat> i'm not going to go much farther into that but let's just say they're pretty popular state to state and and they they get by wow. um i'll tell you who after Mystic, yeah, it's very, very, very cryptic. So, you know, the right stuff, the right trim can be run. Mm -hmm, The right dry material can be run. There's some tech to it, you know, and we won't give away that. We're we're not here for that. Yeah, but uh, but there's some tech to it. But no, it's fucking hard finding good, beautiful material that's going to make this hot yellow, creamy white to light tan rosin. It's really hard to find that material and that's like you said not only genetically you know obviously that plays a huge role there's washers and there's not washers but then everything fucking else from when they harvested it to (coughs) condition a lot of people think oh outdoor it's outdoor it's great (sighs) how much bugs does it have how much fucking mold does it have how much fucking dirt does it have from the field like all these things start to you know kind of disqualify it for solventless.
1: there's a lot of factors you know
0: (laughs) and people don't get it most growers most producers do not understand the hash side much less the extraction side much less anything else um when it comes to to making extracts so that's hard
2: so uh to elaborate on the genetics thing um, I think a lot of people don't realize that growing for hash is a discipline in itself selecting for hash is a discipline in itself and what why is that i was always been curious and I, I never had clarification on this but do some strains produce more consistently sized trichomes heads that obviously filter through uh through the microns better and more efficiently or do they produce do you want like smaller heads or bigger heads how, how does that work i've always been very curious as to know exactly why. <laughs> what makes the good yeah, what's the what's the criteria for that obviously aside from the turbs.
1: yeah it's definitely those trichome heads like you said you know um how how they are on the plant and the size of them um all matters you know when you collect in the bags um it's it's important to know what the size means so you know the bottom the most the smallest micron we use is the 45 micron and that's like really really small so that's going to usually catch everything you know and then it goes all the way up and then our like the 90 micron is where you catch like our fresh press and stuff Right. And that's like usually what they call the money bag, where you're going to get like most of your hash is right. going to be like in the 73, 90, yeah. 90, yeah. yeah. Um, so in, in, those, in those bags, uh, those washers usually tend to be abundant with trichomes, you know, a lot more hash in those bags. Um, it, it does have, the trichome head is what you're catching. So those trichome heads, it's that size, you know. So the washers are all like good trichome heads that are consistent on the size and also that are gentle enough to fall off the plant altogether because sometimes like not a washer they might have beautiful trichome heads but they might just not be gentle enough to like fall off completely or not. a little too stocky yeah a little too
2: thick on the stock and then you get stocks mm-hmm. i'm assuming stocks probably yeah exactly probably don't don't play well with with washing or pressing
1: no yeah usually not like you a lot of stuff <sighs> would even fall through that 40 45 micron bag you know stuff that you don't want right um so you that's like washing those bags is key you know when we see all that foam and stuff in the bag you want to just try to keep washing and cleaning cleaning it out cleaning that right. hash out until you like make sure that that trichome head is that size in the bag and right. you can push everything else through right but so, if like the stock is is equally as thick mm-hmm. as the trichome
2: head or close to it it's going to be hard to wash all of them out and get just heads exactly so it, it really does come <laughs> down to on a microscopic scale
0: well and that's how and that's the difference you see in the banger <laughs> that's that's almost not seen till it gets to the banker and mm-hmm. banger and you're like oh fuck this is leaving a little shit in my banger kind of more like some foam out <laughs> you know or some sift yeah when it shouldn't be it should be and then and then once you get to pressing it you're you're getting down a little bit further micron too mm-hmm. um i mean most guys are pressing it i mean don't quote me but i think 25 right around there mm-hmm. um so you're coming down a little bit from that that the rosin is pressing in but at that point if you're still getting plant material <clears throat> yeah
1: <that's>,
0: yeah <laughs> you know possible blowouts possible other things but so
2: yeah i mean the nature of this podcast obviously being uh being a farmer's project uh we talk about bho a lot but we don't talk about rosin a lot and no. we don't have the pleasure of having um rosin professionals on the podcast often i, I think it'd be cool to kind of educate people on how to select rosin and i think even more than that everybody's heard of rosin you got rappers talking about rosin it's the popular shit a lot of people have yeah. it. a lot of, a lot of people talk about it it's the the counterpart to that which is full melt that i think is like that real <coughs> niche kind of heady thing that is really really hard to make it's really hard to store and keep fresh and good um and and how it's selected and smoked is also kind of its own specific thing um and i I would have to bet that most people who smoke rosin probably haven't tried
1: good full melt six star hash. Yeah, I, yeah. I've
2: heard I've heard that term six star hash. What does that mean?
1: <laughs> it's you know the the cleanest hash is pretty much white. It looks like beach sand. It's just like all heads. Yeah, all heads. Yeah, all heads. You're not going to see any contaminants at all in there uh, from the plant. No stalks or anything like that right. from from the resin glands or anything. It's just going to be all heads, and it's going to be really clean heads too. Right. Um. You, Usually, like I said, it's pure white almost. Um, That that tends it doesn't
2: butter very easily either. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: and 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 it's so temperature sensitive. uh, The full melt, like it has to be in the freezer. It can't be in a fridge because it'll butter up in the fridge. Yeah, it it melts together. I've
2: I've had some some decent decent hash in my day, and uh, it had to stay in the freezer. And Mm -hmm. my buddy had it in a really like a deep freezer, and I took it home and put it in my regular like you know kitchen freezer and it's still buttered up yeah you know what i mean so it eventually became more like you know chunky dabs it dabbed
1: pretty well but nothing like it was when it was just like peach sand like you were talking about no yeah it it shows how you know how sensitive the plant is and like you know in in how temperature sensitive especially you know in our washroom we're washing in a cold room it's cold you know that even (laughs) when we're collecting the hash when it's wet it's very crucial that it's cold in that environment because it'll clump up and it'll get actually hard for us to collect. So, you know, it, it through the whole process, it, it's it's like that, you know. That's why well, the cold care is the easiest. It's, you know, holds the best shelf life. The cold care, it, it'll stay like that, you know. But the full mount doesn't really, you know, it's limited. and But it's beautiful. And, and it shows the, the full expression, for sure, of the trichome heads. We, we like to... Hunt for the full melt for sure. Yeah, yeah. so if
2: you, get, if you can get good full melt, you know you're going to get good rosin and decent yields on the rosin. Um, just so everybody listening understand when we talk about heads and stocks, uh, a lot of people don't even haven't even heard the term trichome. Uh, the crystals that you see, the frost on on the weed that is quite literally it's like a little mushroom looking thing with a with a ball on the head and if you've
0: seen yeah if you've seen the macro shots of it the yeah the bulbous yeah bulbous sacks resin sacks
2: yeah at the very end they're they're breaking those off very gently using water and ice and filtering (coughs) them through screens and nets and things like that um, so, so that's what we're talking about smoking just that before it's pressed into rosin, which is a delicacy to say the least.
1: Most definitely. Yeah. And, and, you know, the hash flag and stuff that's, you know, that's definitely very, you know, very popular to, to get that clear little hash flag pressed out and stuff. And it's, 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 I've seen that before. <laughs> I've seen
2: that before. So it's, it's almost like, it's almost like sap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's just
1: pressed out of straight,
2: straight heads. Yeah. Um, so when you, when you're smoking it, when, when you're dabbing it, um, I know people have talked about like leaving a residue with, with hash, smoking mm-hmm. hash versus rosin. Um, what did, wh- like, what are you looking for? Clearness. You know, <laughs> just
1: clearness. Yeah. You, no, no
2: black, no tar, no, no leftover ash or anything like that. You just want.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like there's gonna, there's gonna be trichome heads left over in there, but it should be very minimal. It shouldn't leave your banger like completely dirty. Like it should be, you know, able to get it like with a couple
0: as long as y'all are staying low temp, don't be fucking getting a <laughs> yeah, hot also heater the, dab. The That's temperature
2: key. at at which you dab it. What's the what's the the contrast between <clears throat> say smoking dabbing some cold cure versus dabbing some six star? Uh,
1: definitely go lower <laughs> for the cold, for the BH or the for the uh, full melt. You got to go lower. You got it's it's like we go like twenty degrees lower. Like at four ninety, we'll dab that one at okay. just to like see it melt. You know, so I recommend like anybody listening dabbing full melt like 480, four eighty four. 90 even 470 people people go pretty low you know what
0: a uh, shout out to uh running eagle because ever since he was on our podcast i don't think i've ever not taken a dab at 505 since then it's it's always <laughs> was it running Five. eagle was Five it? 505 yeah yeah, yeah. okay so that's we, right yeah, yeah that's right I, so we're set at 505 Every <laughs> we dab everything at 505. that's so, cool um <laughs> <laughs> no um you know to be honest i think if i was really going to give a temp chart out there i would say diamonds we're going we're going all 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 doubts diamonds Your hard pure crystal 550 your turpy batters um so diamonds dry sugar shatter you know sh- shatter up there, 550. And obviously, depending on the size of your dab, a reasonable dab, um, not huge glob. So, a reasonable dab, 550 at your highest. And that's going to be for diamonds, clean sugar, you know, good shatter. All the way down to your terpier stuff. I like 500 to like 515, right in that realm for anything with a lot of terps, BHO wise. And then I think right as soon as you hit 500, to like 450
1: that's your hash range makes sense full melt
0: being on like the 450
1: spectrum of it on the lower lower yeah. side that's good to know for the diamonds especially because yeah i'll be getting diamonds and like going a little too low i think
0: yeah if you if you go in with a diamond at 450 you're fucked
1: yeah and you're, you're barely gonna
0: get any smoke you might melt it and like crack it you know but, yeah. uh, <laughs> piss it off Smoke the crack but, rocks yeah, yeah yeah but no no and it and it has to do just simply with, you know, what are you trying to get? You know, if you have terps on something, you don't want to scorch your terps. You want to taste your terps. You want to really work your carb cap, you know, so you can, air you know, airflow. Air so, you know, that's the other thing people don't realize is what is the carb cap doing? When you restrict the airflow in there, you're actually changing those boiling points and and changing those temperatures at which, you know, things are going to vaporize um so yeah no definitely definitely going at the right right temp um i think so many people fuck up dabs going in at the wrong temp i'm people you're <laughs> so many i was one of those guys that was like oh fuck it, fuck a temp timer i don't need to know my temp for years and years and years as soon as i was like i like rejected it like an old man on the internet there that doesn't want to be on the internet i just was like i can, i can feel it i can know but no, ever since I've I've gotten A, a Puffco, which does it for you, <laughs> and B multiple temp timer turp timers. I have that exact one. Um it, it it's it's essential. You know what I mean? It's very, very much essential. You have to know what temperature you're hitting at if you want to enjoy what you're hitting.
1: Most definitely, yeah. Yeah, that it is. I I, I went to Jersey and visited my mom and I took Uh, a bunch of bunch of rosin out there um to jersey and stuff and i took a bunch of some fire fire diamonds uh like some super fire diamonds and some sauce and i was like starting to learn that yeah you got to get the temperature right with the diamonds for sure and and the rosin yeah it's different
0: (laughs) well and see with with the super super clean thca with the with the diamond yeah you have to go in at the right temperature it has to be hot enough um or no you're you're just not going to efficiently smoke it you're going to kind of get this little you know right
2: right barely smolder so so on the opposite end of that the lower end um activation decarbing um obviously dabs rosin you're going to get the majority if not all of your extracts that you're going to be dabbing are going to come in a thca form and not a delta 9 form and so that conversion has to happen for you to get
0: efficiency correct which is happening around 250 degrees okay um you know give or take um obviously decarboxylation takes time um it's time and temperature but at the rates that we combust it and vaporize it um you know we're said to be decarbing most of it (coughs) google it obviously (laughs) google it if you really want to know You know, and that's something we were talking about just on the last podcast with the THCO and the bioavailability and everything. Um, You know, I don't remember the old saying, but I think it was like 22% or 20-some percent. When you smoke or you actually, you know, combust cannabis, cannabinoids, um, you're only getting like 22% of those, you know, whatever. So, who fucking knows um you know there's definitely some research that could be done to see like how much you're actually getting how much you're decarboxylating next to how much i mean maybe we're not decarboxylating as much as we think we are and maybe a lot of the effect comes from just you know smoking the THC oxygen deprivation oxygen, too, yeah. of course oxygen deprivation and all that and and. You, you know, know
2: what, is it, what is it, Doc said, that your lungs want to <laughs> inhale uh, warm air at sea level <laughs> and, and nothing else yeah. naturally. Yeah. So yeah. anything else is is going to do something to you So what's, uh, what, where are you at right now? like what what stores are you working in and where are you trying to get? Are you are you moving a lot of wholesale? Are you doing um, a lot of client material? what's, uh, what's operations like? Where are, you, uh, where are you trying to get out to?
1: Um, yeah, so we are, we are in, uh, six different dispensaries in New Mexico right now. Um, we're, we're wholesaling, uh, uh, the rosin that we make, um, as drops, you know, so we like, we're small batch. So, you know, when we make a, make a batch and we make some rosin, it's not like a a crazy amount usually. (laughs) So it, uh, we like to put it with the strains, um, like as in a menu as a drop and then like, we'll drop it like on a certain date and stuff, uh. So you know, it, we've been working with you know these these different strains. Like we just got this potty mouth in. That was what I just is that. Said. That's
0: good. I was just gonna ask you
1: <laughs> the potty mouth. Yeah, that that it's a it's a different strain. You know, when I when it was carrying, it was like super super funky oh, cool. and like stinky, like sour stinky, not like regular funky. So it was interesting to see it come yeah. out. But um, yeah, you know, we we do different drops, and we're just trying to. To put the name out, you know, and 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 let people, you know, consume great hash, you know, good rosin. We want to we want to put that out there, and you know, variety is key, you know, everywhere, you know, and you know, as a as a hash consumer, you know, I go and get a couple different grams from a couple different brands, you know, just to you know, try them out, try different genetics and try try different strains, market research for sure, you know, and and just you know, it's just fire to try, you know, just just to see the the different expressions, you know, because every part of it is an art the whole extraction part of it is an art you know seeing people the way different people do it and stuff you know and it, it's it's nice to have you know different different tastes of that and yeah see no, it all. i
0: love i love trying everybody's hash. i usually when i get to uh when i get to a new state or i get to a new place i'll usually ask who's got you know who's hot ha- who's hash is best you know who's 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 king of the land and i'll go go try you know try some different turps i like to me it's kind of like a terps around the world kind of thing yeah. like you know the same reason i guess a drinker would want to try a german beer you know what i mean in germany you know what i mean i want to i whatever state i'm in or whatever i really want to see what what kind of terps they have to offer and, and what kind of tastes and and experiences they have to offer. yeah because it's different everywhere yeah weed grows
2: differently at different elevations and different uh you know yeah indoor outdoor different growers different methods it's it's all
0: different and that all expresses differently with hash
1: so it it is
0: i'll never forget the story and i'm probably gonna fucking butcher it so google it but uh french frenchy cannoli used to talk about this hash that was made in like this valley in between like i don't know it was like some fruit trees and like some like walnut trees and like and like it soaked in you know this this hash they made basically t- i think it was cherries it was like cherry trees over here on the to the west and walnut fields to the to the east like i said google it figured it out <laughs> super mystical but uh but the taste that's what caught me is there was like this cherry walnut taste in the hash that 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 grew there and uh and that that's something i think that's you know back to my whole terp trek and you know, trying and around find the world. the
2: terps between the cherry trees <laughs> and the walnut bushes <laughs> in the valley
0: beyond the stars.
2: <laughs> so
0: yeah, know that's a uh, that's what's It's, what it's sounds like everywhere. a bedtime story. It does, Dude, I love it. it, it. it makes I you want to like, take a dab and to take, sleep, to <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's beautiful for sure to to see the the different terps, like you said, everywhere. Like it's super different and you know it's, yeah. and for
2: the rest of the world listening right now new mexico is coming up in the terp game
0: man i'm telling you we've been we've been seeing i i keep shouting them out but we've been seeing some some local micro growers you know from down south and east and all over up north really coming with some some strong terps. killing um, it you know um animus, animus cannabis up north you got mama lava and the girls lava leaf is up north too i believe yeah, yeah. oh are they yeah okay um you got Alumbre. um yeah dude there's carver like,
2: carver family farm carver yeah. iron fist yep uh orc i think that uh al, al mentioned that mentioned. Who, that's who al yeah, brought over yeah okay.
0: orc yeah No, we're we're seeing some good flavors we're seeing some some stuff that we haven't seen in the past some 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 flavors we haven't seen in the past and God, that, that makes such a difference because I think that uh, no matter what you got, you could have the most fire fucking strain in the world. You will get tired of that fucking strain. <laughs> I don't, you fucking name it. You don't, don't even fucking don't at me, whatever.
1: 100%. But
0: yeah. Like you, <laughs> you can't give me, I, it could be my favorite fucking strain. And if that's all I fucking smoke, I'll hate it in fucking two weeks. And so, uh, he's not telling you how much he's going to smoke. If yeah. it's over the course of
2: its two-week <laughs> yeah. period, it's a lot—like
0: an ounce or so. But still, <laughs> I will hate it at that. The I would not want to taste it again. Maybe later, but like you know, like Yo, the, you eat cheeseburgers every it. night.
2: You will eventually <laughs> want to not. You know, I mean, a chicken sandwich yeah. or something
0: different, bro. Well, it's, salad. Like, it's like GMO. Sure. You know what I mean? So, so he's been dabbing GMO lately, and I'm like, I'm I'm almost I'm almost over it. <laughs> I, I i i hopped off to like a citrus terp a real strong like orange terp um this afternoon this morning or whatever and uh oh it's fucking good hell yeah like and a I was
1: papaya it like, kind of was a,
0: no it was citrus it was like a tangerine um jigglers it was it, jigglers. yeah uh, hell yeah yeah it's super fucking sweet and, and yeah i was
2: like god damn Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so, the takeaway there is uh variety is the spice of life.
1: Yeah. For sure. Yeah. not at it all. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's funny cuz yeah, th- we've been on the funky turps a lot too cuz like we're big on the funky ones. We love yeah. them. But when those sweet ones come in and you know out of nowhere cuz like my partner just did like a little grow, we had, we had, you know, super small batch, we had tried it out and it was uh, some fruity loops and it was like so crazy cuz it came out literally clear and that's nuts Yeah, that, like that i'll show you some pictures afterwards it was like actually like that was just
0: that's that rosin crc they talked about <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah it was it was did just he, like, did he pull it a little early um i'll have to see like on the pictures yeah. um i don't know how early he pulled it i don't think he pulled it too drastically early because yeah. he keeps an eye like on those on those little those little yeah. hairs you know he won't pull them like when they're like white still like He'll, he he still thinks that that's too early so yeah no um, and, and they, they
0: say that's how that's how you get
1: the real real clear the like water
0: tech like mm-hmm. you're saying yeah is is from the earlier earlier polls
1: and even like some say like i guess like that more of those amber heads are just more like heavy hitters like you know yeah like well Indica's. the amber
0: heads ripened. yeah
1: mm-hmm. it's
2: ready it's yeah it the and all kinds well, of different conversions and
0: degradations yeah talking about frenchy that's what he taught was that that's hash point you know Mm -hmm. what i mean you want that
1: that that ripened fruit yeah Mm -hmm. exactly yeah
0: (laughs) and that's why they made you know dark brown hash all the time
1: exactly (laughs) yeah no we we definitely talk about that a lot so i i don't think he harvested them too early i'll have to see but um like the full mountain stuff was like solid white and stuff and it actually Mm. just it was crazy it tasted like like cereal like it tasted like milk and sweet cereal it was so really? crazy oh man was- that's <laughs> cool
0: when you get those real complex profiles i think you know people don't sometimes you know somebody will hear some fucking pothead describing you know some weed and they're like whatever it smells like a skunk you know what, <laughs> what i mean <laughs> but no there are certain not all um not all terps are created equal but there are some profiles that have that depth where it's like I tasted this and this like you know mm-hmm. what I mean? yeah like you can specifically take piece them out a lot of times at different times like you'll have a front note and a back note like so yeah no that's yeah
1: oh a little, yeah a little
0: terp connoisseur <laughs>
1: it's it's beautiful for sure
0: <clears throat> so uh, where do you where do you see yourself in uh in another year what's what's the plan for next year
1: well um the facility that we got uh, is big enough to have like a retail spot. So, you nice. know, doing like a, a flagship would be cool. Uh, bringing a, a Z lab store out there. Uh, but are you guys in know. Albuquerque? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. We're here in Albuquerque. Yeah. Local. Nice. Oh, yeah. Um, So it, it would be cool to do something like that, but um grow really do or not yet. We want to do that too. Big yeah. time. Yeah. We're, we're working towards yeah. that, you know, cause
0: I know you guys hobby grow. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. yeah. Just, you know, small little batches and stuff yeah. and just trying to see those trichome heads ripen and stuff like yeah. you said and see the plant and like you know my my partner who grows <laughs> he also like takes pictures and stuff of all of them like so that's like another little like side hobby too like doing like all the pictures and stuff and like this is cool like it's it's a whole little art scene like the end process and stuff yeah absolutely and so we definitely want to work to, to getting the grow and then eventually like the dispensary and stuff for sure but for now we just like as small as we are we just got to focus on, on the hash and just focus on putting out the rosin and and you know now these hash holes and like really just like key into that and like put those out and then you know i think in a year maybe two we'll we'll think about like you know getting a grow and stuff nice maybe you know putting some genetics out there and stuff that'd be cool right on to to see different genetics and stuff to try to mess (coughs) around with that
0: do you guys have a do you guys have a website how do people get a hold of you
1: yeah so um our main, you know, thing on social media is like our Instagram, our Z Labs official. Of course. So, and then we have like the backup, the Z Labs NM. Um, we got the Z Labs which is our website, but it's like super early in the works. We're yeah. still like putting it, putting some of the media things on there and stuff. So, it'll like take you there, but ask you if you're 21 and stuff. But it's of just kind of like a Blake thing, you know. It's not, oh. not like a full full website yet. So we're still building that, but like. It's just been since October. Like we've been so busy. Like our freezers are full of fresh frozen, and we're trying to get it all out. And we're like trying to crank all this rosin out, you know, more than ever. And uh, it's 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 you know that's our main focus. It's hard to like focus on on getting the website built. But you know, my mom's helped me a little bit with, with oh, yeah. the website because she's like super good with that. You know, she worked at Sandia Labs and stuff with cool. with like doing computer stuff. So she she's uh she's good with that at least so it's it's good to have you know people people on the team and like you know the family just like people there for you that that can help you know for sure so oh yeah that that's well, of cool. been
0: well i think uh i'm super excited to see what you got for the future um i think so far you're looking pretty good and uh really nice having you down i'm glad you got to see the spot and we got to connect and uh thank you very much for smoking us out yeah and, <laughs> school, and school and everybody on the, on rosin and yeah. on this. We'll of us oh you yeah again we uh yeah we got a we have a episode scheduled for the the great debate um where we're, where we're going to talk about you know bho versus rosin uh <laughs> maybe we'll have to bring you back on the on the <laughs> rosin panel
1: oh <Hell> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> for sure yeah i mean you know there's definitely a, a like a big thing like in the communities like where some of them only smoke rosin and some yeah. of them only smoke bho for sure and like you know, they, they get
0: <laughs> well, and you know, we've, we've talked about it before, but at the end of the day, you know, fire in, fire out, no matter, oh, no yeah. matter what you're making. Um, I think, you know, more, there's multiple extraction methods for multiple different end products. So it's just dialing it in. It's, uh, knowing what your clientele basis, your customer basis wants, knowing what's, you know, trending, what, what, you know, what's gonna, what's gonna work exactly you know just because you absolutely you know love something doesn't mean somebody else does yeah you know and and you know some of our you know i might love live resin and love the terpiest of terpiest stuff but yeah you know distillate carts you know outsell live resin (laughs) oh well you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and and you know gummies outsell them
2: you Gunnies know,
0: the whole fucking industry bro. <laughs> so so you know so who the fuck am I to say what's what's right, what's wrong? Um, just everybody deserves cannabinoids and let them get them however they want, you know oh, for sure. You're always gonna have your your connoisseur grade, you're always gonna have your you know your good shit that people will say and then you're always gonna have your baseline products, but either way, people are getting using cannabis, getting cannabinoids in their system and I think it's a win-win slowly, but surely the world is healing itself of the, you know, toxicity that (laughs) we've created through, uh,
1: you know, and it's good to mix it up like, like medically, like in the medical industry, like, you know, to, to have those, those heavy doses and stuff like where your tolerance is high, you know, mixing it up, trying some live resin, trying some live rosin, trying some sauce carts, everything, you know, the gummies and stuff like it all, it's all, you know, part of your diet. Sometimes if you're, Trying to, trying to depends yeah, how you're whole, trying to whole dose. diet. We yeah, the whole, term, whole term term. Term yeah, diet, yeah. The super
0: saturation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we,
1: speaking of edibles, we're actually gonna be doing like a little collaboration finally. <laughs> so I wanna like, super excited about that. It's uh, with Dutch Bliss, we're gonna be making like live raws and ice cream with them Oh stuff. Uh, yeah. Okay. So. I, I've seen those guys.
0: I haven't, I don't know exactly who owns that. I haven't met those guys. Yeah, Josh but,
1: is super cool. Yeah, he, oh, yeah, yeah, I met him and he, he came by and stuff and you know, talked about <laughs> doing ice cream and I just like, Love their idea, you know yeah. about the ice cream and stuff. So they're doing ice cream sandwiches now nice. and hot oh. cocoa for the winter season. So it's Good. super exciting, very okay. cool to, so, to see so. like those food food products roll out.
0: <laughs> well, and that's that's my biggest that's my biggest excitement for the newcomers is bring something new. I want to see new. I want to see new. I want to see better products out there. I want to see unique products. I want to see stuff that we don't already have on the shelves. I want to see people bringing that next level next level competition next level products out there and uh yeah so i'm really excited to see what what people got up their sleeves right on man including so, you yeah, for coming thank you thank you very
1: much thank you so you. much for having me over it was very nice to be here oh, yeah. and see the facility no stuff, you're, you're too. welcome
0: here man and uh, i'm glad you came by and yeah, until next time thank you thank you